I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Dragons v the Rabbitohs. I have some strong feelings about this one. First of all, makes me really happy to see Matt upset. <laughs> Second of all, look, I understand Demetrio is under a enormous pressure and he has to win to keep his job. Like his livelihood is on the line. So I get how tough it is when it comes to making some big calls. Uh, but I, I, I respectfully, strongly disagree with hooking Ilias after 20 minutes or so, I just think that if he is on the verge of being hooked, if, if you're already in the mindset of bringing a guy like Taff on the bench because Ilias isn't playing up to you, what you think, you shouldn't have selected him in the first place. You should just go to him and say, mate, you're not playing the way he wants you to. Go back to New South Wales Cup, work on your game, come back. I think hooking him... It's, it sends a really bad message to the rest of the team as well because it's almost like a get-out-of-jail card of saying, oh, yeah, he's the problem. He, like, oh, it's him. It's the young guy. It's the 22-year-old, it's the 21-year-old trying to fill the boots of a club legend that, in my mind, hasn't been playing that poorly. And I don't think the problems at the Rabbitohs lie with Ilias. And so I, I get, you know, Demetrio, he may be just trying to send a message to him to get the best out of him and, and just expect... I just think it was the wrong way to go about it because now this kid, yes, he has come out and said, I'm going to do my best to bounce back, but you're going to have to be some kind of miracle worker to get that kid's confidence back in a short span of time. You, you would get more confidence out of him, in my opinion, by sitting him down in the week and saying, mate, you're doing well. We really like you. You're the long-term seven at this club, but here's where we need you to work on the game. Go back to New South Wales Cup this week. Show us that you want it. You'll be back in next week. We'll put Cody Rick and Nicarima in to start, and then we'll bring you back in. Now, all reports are he'll actually he'll be playing next week. That's that's what I'm. But I'm hearing that Ilias will be back in the seven next week, which makes surprises me even more because it's like, like you're going to hook him when anyway. Um, what did you guys think about this? I, I just, yeah, I, I disagree. Respectfully, I disagree with it. Yeah, look, I, I think the other thing that flew under the radar as well is that, you know, as much as you said, oh, you know, it's his fault, you know, the, the players could be thinking that. I think it should be noted, he also hooked Tom Burgess. 
after 15 minutes. No one really spoke about it. He missed. He had a shocking missed tackle on, I think it was Jack DeBellin. He hooked him after 15 minutes. He'd missed five tackles in the opening 15 minutes or something, Tom but Burgess. But Burgess is a veteran. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I understand that, yeah. But, but I mean, no one spoke about it at any because point. Because of this, though? Yeah, 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 for sure. But I, I think it should be noted that he, it wasn't like he only hooked Ilias and he was saying it was solely his fault. I know it has that feel to it. Does it but doesn't that even accentuate the point even more? It's such a dramatic thing to do. We don't even know Burgess gets hooked. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But what I'm saying, I think we should know that Burgess got yeah. hooked. I think, I think it should at least be noted yeah. that it wasn't like he just went, fuck, we're down 30, Ilias, you come off. Yeah. He also hooked in their, their most experienced front rower off the field 15 minutes in. Not saying I agree with what he did with Ilias. Yeah. But I think it should also be noted. I also think with Ilias, I mean, I said to you a few weeks ago when they signed Nick Arima that there are rumours that he doesn't overly trust Ilias, mm. and I think this proves it realistically. Um I mean, I think he missed three tackles. I would say that he was far from the worst defensive player on the field for South Sydney in the opening 20. It was a pretty fucking hot he, field. He dropped, he, yeah, he dropped the ball off the kickoff, kick which yep. is like, that should not be held against anyone. Yes. Like, how many does he catch? Yep. How many does yeah. he catch? Then he had a seven-tackle set, which is like every half does that. And he missed a couple of tackles. Is that enough to be hooked? In my opinion, no. You have a look at the week before. I think he missed 10 tackles. He made 30. Um, and that was against the Gold Coast Titans. That sort of says to me that teams are starting to work out that they need to go at him, though. Yeah. They need to target him. Um, and, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think it was fair to hook him when he did. And if he was having second thoughts about Elias, he probably shouldn't have played this game, mm. which personally I, I think he has been for a couple of weeks. Mm. Um yeah, I, I I think it's bizarre if Ilias is back next week. You've got to remember Latrell Mitchell comes back into this side. He obviously favours – he obviously likes Cody Nicarima and having his experience on the field. I, I'm expecting Nicarima to play seven next mm. week. Okay. If it doesn't, it okay. doesn't make could sense you, to Could me. you Google and try and find out if Ilias will be back in the side? What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, I mean, pulled after 29 minutes. My whole recollection of that first 29 minutes was that it was just – all dragons, like an ambush like we haven't seen in a while, mm. to be honest. But wasn't it all just Zach Lomax and Ravalawa doing the damage down that right edge, not Ilias' side? Mm. Like he may have had a bit of a hand in in one try going through there, but I thought it was all down, not saying it was Cody's fault, but all down Cody's edge. And then Ilias is the one that goes 29 minutes in, like oh. even 11 more minutes, get him to half time and give yeah. him a bit of a chance. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't agree with it. Yeah. And, and, like, if you get him to half time, you could say, oh, no, we always plan to make this change. Like, just protect him a little yeah, bit, you know? Go, we, we always plan to, because that's why we have tough on the bench. We want to put Cody in there. We just think he's going to have some – there's just ways that could have been Well, that's fun. the thing that makes it even harder, because you've got tough. I mean, he took your team to a grand final at fullback last year. Yeah. He can play. Like, if you – you know Nick Arima can play seven. If you think that he wasn't up to it or he needed a spell um, – and yeah, that, that's a good point that you were only 10 minutes away from halftime where you could have sat him down and said, this is what you're doing wrong. Yeah. This is what you need to sort out. This game's already fucking gone anyway. Yeah. You weren't coming back from 32-0. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And also, that's when you can you, you get in at halftime and you say all of those things. And if he doesn't respond, then you drop him the next week. Yeah. Um, and even even like with the tough situation, like, you know, tough as you said, they got to a grand final. I just, I don't think he did enough wrong to be dropped a few weeks ago. Uh, I'm very surprised that they didn't give him a few more games to just ease into that position. And I, I think this is where it probably shows you that he does edge towards experienced players, mm. having them in there. Um, which is why. Anyway, we yeah. won't bring up Adam oh, Reynolds, but... Yeah. Would have been handy. All, all that being said, and there's a bigger picture to all this in, in a young halfback's confidence, the Bunnies won 12-0 after he went off. Mm. So from a coaching sense, like I... In the game, 
score-wise, it paid off. But mm. it's a bigger picture, I think. Yeah, well, that's tough because they could have won by more. Like, mm. I feel like the reason – like, he gets hooked. But the reason they won 12-0 in the second half was not because their halves were incredible. Nah, it was because yeah. their forwards fucking – If anything, right I thought they looked up. a little half. bit more out of sorts, which mm. so they should. They, yeah, those halves played haven't played together. But it's interesting that – you know, and I'm interested to hear what Matty's found because they've got two weeks now until their next game. Mm. So they've got two weeks to either give Nicarima an opportunity to work with Walker mm. or to give Elias another chance. But I think that whoever you run out with seven in the next game, considering you've had two weeks to prep for it and there's, what, ten weeks left in this competition, that probably needs to be who you stick with. Uh, the Daily Telegraph is saying that Demetrio confirmed that Elias will start against Parramatta the weekend after Origin. Yeah. So I mean. Very surprised. Like, I just... Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, man, being a head coach, honestly, I would not want to do that. I would never be a head coach in my life. Like, Even saying it two weeks out from that game, yeah. what if he changed his mind with Latrell back and at fullback and Nick Reem is killing it at training? Yeah. And then in two weeks' time, he doesn't name it. He's like, you said two weeks ago, you were picking yeah. him. Like, just, mate, save yourself well, the headache. And do you, do you think that maybe, you know, him, I guess, trying to deflect a little bit, like to protect Ilias a little bit? Do you think that maybe Demetrio going, ooh, maybe this is a bit heavy, I'm just going to protect him by saying, oh, no, he's going to be on the side. Like, it was just a one-off thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he doesn't say, if he doesn't confirm that he's going to be back on the side, all the reports are, oh, at least he's gone. Like, he's fucking... Well, was that straight after the game, Matty, or is, or is that... No, nah, this article's from six hours ago. Yeah, okay. Wow. I didn't see the D- Demetrio quote, though. It wasn't in the... What do you think about it as a Rabbitohs fan, Matty? Yeah, I understand, like, on one hand, I understood what Demetrio said after the game. Like, we're down by... Th- Six tries, so they needed a bit of spark. Put ta- like who else are you gonna like? If you're gonna take someone off, you can take Ilias off. But is he like if Ilias is the best halfback at South, then why like why would you hook him? Like I, I don't know. I to be honest, I tuned out so heavily that I didn't realize he got hooked till so long after. Because I was just I was just sitting there going, "This is fucked." Um, and you know when you notice, like I noticed that ta- like. Oh, you know, like Taff came on, then they were, like Nikarim was playing. Like they're all, I noticed that happened, but I was. It didn't click that Ilias got hooked until a while after. But when I when I heard Demetrio's comments, I kind of like agreed with his sentiment. Like, yeah, we needed spark, but I thought it was like it's just going to shatter his confidence. He mm. and not not only that, the fox like you look after the game. The Channel Nine or Fox cameras like literally follow him down the sideline. He sits down on the bench. Um, yeah, I reckon it was definitely the wrong move, especially if you're going to just start him again in two weeks. Like, yeah. if, if, if Demetrio thinks he's the best halfback, then I don't understand why he'd hook him. But, like, saying we needed a bit of spark, you know, again, I have to respectfully disagree. You didn't need spark. You needed grit. <laughs> you know, I felt, I felt they needed grit. Um, and to be fair, they responded to him. They came out, as you said. They played much better in the second half. Um, so, yeah, look, I disagree with it, but I totally empathise with the position Demetrio was in. And who knows, if, if, if Ilias comes out and has a great next you know, 10 games, then it was the right decision. Because it, 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 yes, it was embarrassing. Yes, it hurt his pride. But maybe that's what he needed to light a fire up his, up his ass. And we're sitting here going, you know what? It was a fucking genius stroke by Demetrio. They've got three weeks to sort themselves out before that round 19 draw kicks off. So, yeah, I feel sorry. Like, if Nicarima does end up the halfback in this team... He's it, getting the blame. It's Brisbane all over again. He's got a 5'8 next to him that needs an organising 7 next to him, like he did at Milford. And I, I, it's I don't understand it. Honestly, I, I don't, the Nickarim one, I think he's a great 14, like a really good 14. But this, as you said, we've seen this at the Broncos. Yep. We've seen a great Cody Nickarima being bogged down because he's supposed to be the 6, not the 7. Um, 
you know, so really, really interesting. Is it at their point, like, let's be honest here, their season from the start, it all hinged on the form of Cody Walker. Mm. Does he just pick his seven? And it might be Elias for all we know. Yeah. Like, yeah, look, I, I, yeah, probably. Honestly, oh, I thought they were trying to build. Ah, oh, it's tough because they're struggling. It's easy, yeah, it's easy for us to sit and go, oh, you know, they should just stick with Ilias because he's the long-term future. But if you're Demetrio, you're sitting there going, mate, my job's on the line. Like, if, I don't, if we don't get some wins, I'm Gornski. And I mean, that's the thing too. Like, Latrell walks back into this team next week. It's a different footy side. Yeah, as I, as I said last week, it all depends on Latrell, really. Like, now it's like oh. do or die for him. Uh, because <laughs> right now, at the moment, I would probably – I'm probably going to – I would bet on them not making the eight. But if there's one man in this comp that could really just... Because just the belief he's going to give to Cody and to all the other boys, they're just going to lift around him. Like, that, that's the kind of guy Latrell Mitchell is. He's a generational talent. So I just want to see this next couple of games with Latrell back, and then I'll be able to see where the Rabbitohs really are at. On Latrell and how important he's going to be, I've said this about the Bunnies for about mm. six weeks now and mm. how badly they need his yardage. Mm. Running post-contact metres... Of the back three, the wingers and fullback. I know Cody went into the halves mm. after 30 minutes, so keep that in mind. Uh, Cody, seven post-contact metres. Alex Johnston, 14 post-contact. Jackson Paulo, 25 post-contact. Wow. It's like, if you compare that to basically any other team in the competition, but it's, yeah. you're looking at that going, no wonder their sets are starting off slow and they can't get any momentum for the, the attacking players to feed off. Mm. Like They, they need the trails yardage. <coughs> Mate, I, 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 we spoke about it ad nauseum, but... Uh, they really didn't prepare properly for a post Dan Gagai. Mm. They really didn't prepare properly, unfortunately. Um, some of the misses there on the edges and the tackles are pretty tough, pretty tough. So hopefully they can bounce back. But on to more positive things. The Dragons. Holy shit. That were, they were outstanding. Like, I'm sitting here going, this is like, this is, if, if this could be, if they could play exactly how Hook recruited, it would have been like that. Mm. Like, it was probably... The, it was easily their best game all season, in my opinion. I mean, fuck. They're, they're so tough to get a read on because a couple of weeks ago, I'm going, nah, they're done. They're done. Now I'm going, shit, they actually might squeeze into the eight somehow, some way. Uh, Amone was outstanding. Um, you know, Suwali, he's a beast, man. Fuck. He, what a, um, Suli, sorry, not Suwali. Suli. What I love about Suli, too, is he's just been super consistent all year, just getting about his business... It's one part of his game before that you were, is he consistent? We know he's barnstorming, all that kind of stuff. But he, he, he's been uh, consistent as anything. I it's thought, the last thing you thought you would have said about him. For sure. But he's been super, yep. super, one of their most consistent players. Uh, yeah, a real good buy for him as well. A really good buy for him. Um, I was happy for Zach Lomax to get two tries assists, uh, especially that early one. He caught, he passed. I was like, oh, that'll do his confidence a world of good. Uh, I thought Andrew McCulloch offered such, like, just a better foundation for them in the middle there Benny Hunt holy shit he's so good um, what do you think about this for the Dragons Blake Laurie was outstanding he had actually actually I should have put Laurie in my fucking team of the week he was incredible best game of his career uh, I reckon if you, if you go back and have a look over the last month I reckon, um, Jack DeBellin's playing some of the best footy he has in quite some time scored a try there that was a good one uh, do you yeah. like him in the middle yeah I do mm. yeah I I it's so tough because, like, I think Jack DeBellin's probably the best 13, but I think Jack Bird's best position is 13. Mm. I kind of feel like Bird's wasted in this side mm. to some extent how he's utilised, but I, I don't know if I could move Jack DeBellin out of that 13 role. Well, he actually played in the front row on the weekend. Mm, yeah, but did he? Yeah. 
Yeah, he got moved there, yeah, but I, you know, he, his role didn't really change mm. all that much, realistically. Yep. Um, yeah, Ben Hunt, he is just. As soon as that, uh, when, it, when he put in that kick and it sat up for Lomax and he hit Ben Hunt, you could just tell straight away, like, when the yeah. Dragons start well in Wollongong, hard to run down. Yeah, very hard. What do you think, Timmy? Yeah, for me, from the word go, the Dragons just came out, fired up, and I think it was they lifted for Macca's 300. Yeah. You could tell. I, I watched sort of all the pregame coverage of that one, and... They had your boy Jack Reed was down there. They had a lot of obviously family and friends. I think Drell, yeah, you went down Drell, there as well. Yeah. That were down there and got around it. And you could you just see how G'd up the entire squad were from the second they ran out onto the field. Mm. That energy, they took it out there and just blew the bunnies out of the off the park. Yeah. Uh, and it was incredible. And I mean, it only ended up being basically a probably 30, 35 minute performance from them, but it was so explosive that it, it did the job for them. Uh, now, we spoke about last week, obviously, before teams were named, that Maka had to be starting nine. Mm. They did that, which was good to see, and I think it paid off for them on field. But that was just a side that were like, we are not losing for this bloke's 300th. And it, it yep. obviously speaks a lot of Maka's character. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Mac, is a he's a bloody legend. Absolutely loved by the playing group. Him and Benny Hunt have always been loved by the playing group. Well, what an achievement for him to get to 300. Oh, mate. Like, he's just snuck up there. Yeah. I, I would have I guessed... Two, 250, yeah. 200 around that mark to get to 300. He played a lot of footy consistently for a few yeah. years until he did his knee uh, at the Knights, I think. Was yeah. He did his knee at the Knights. Mm. Yeah. Before that, at the Broncos, like he played like for, you know, missed barely any games at the Broncos for a long period. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. Like what, a, what an amazing achievement. 300, you know how hard that is in the middle, in the middle. So massive achievement. Um, Want to give a shout out to Cody Ramsey, 16 tackles, zero missed at fullback. You know, you don't often see fullbacks getting up in the 16 tackles mark. And, you know, that's, if, if, you're, if your fullback is making 16 tackles, two of them one-on-one, like that could be minimum 16 points. You know what I mean? Like if he misses three or four of those tackles, that could be tries. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, that's a fair effort, man. A fair effort. Uh, he had six tackle breaks. He had a line break. He had a try. Uh, look, great signs for the Dragons. Now, it's just about backing it up, you know. It's just about what can they do next week to go, you know what, this wasn't a flash in the pan. What do we do? It's a huge week for them. They play the Raiders, don't they? I'm pretty sure. The Drags? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Dragons play Raiders. Time, is it? Yeah, right, right. So, yeah, sorry, in two weeks' time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that game, I mean... Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If the Dragons win that, like you'd be close to sort of saying the Raiders will struggle to make the eight off the, but like that's an important game as far mm. as where they're both sitting on the ladder. And if the Dragons manage to win that, I think they'll, they'll play finals footy. Oh, if they win that game. Well, mate, it'll, when you actually look at the ladder and the teams that mm. are below them where they're sitting, I reckon it'll take them a long way. It'll, it'll put the Raiders, I think, two wins behind them, won't it? Yeah. Jeez. So, the Roosters look so good, though. So good on the weekend. The Roosters are outside where the Where are they? Ninth they're the ninth. Moment. Yeah. And where are the Bunnies at the moment? Bunnies are seventh. Holy shit. <laughs> Mate, the Dragons are sneaking up there before you realise. Well, yeah, yeah, the Dragons are eight. Yeah, and if, if they... If, yeah. And Bunnies have got a... Like, yes, they've got the chalk, but they've got a fucking tough draw coming their way. Yep. 
Yeah, so they're they're a win. So basically, you've got you've got first outright uh, Panthers by four points, two wins. Then you've got the Storm. Then you've got the Cowboys. Then you've got the Sharkies and Broncos, Eels, all on the same points. Um, with with the order being Sharks, Broncos, Eels, and then you've got Rabbitohs and Dragons on the same points. But then you've got just underneath one win behind Rabbitohs and Dragons, you've got Roosters, Seagulls, and the Raiders. So like that, that seven and eight spot. I mean, what's yeah, that seven and eight spot is going to be carnage there. Like so hard to make because you would have to say unless the wheels completely fall off. You can almost lock in Eels, Broncos, Sharks, Cowboys, Storm, Panthers. The top six probably locked in because they're two wins behind, but in front of Rabbitohs and Dragons. So that, it's almost like a comp in itself, mm. that, that fighting for the eight spot. And the Raiders have kept themselves um, relevant by Hudson Young scoring on the last minute of that game. And the Manly Seagulls, that loss to the Cowboys, oh. I think that one's going to really hurt them long term. Oh, mate. At home, up by 14. Mate, they win that. I think they're in the eight. Yep. Um, well, points differential, 320. Yeah, they win that there in the eight. It was a really important weekend. And then this game, this game in two weeks or whatever it is, between the Dragons uh, and the Raiders, I think <clears throat> that one's going to be really important to deciding uh, how the, the bottom of the top eight shapes up. If you look at the Dragons over the next few weeks, they go Raiders, Brisbane, Roosters, Manly. So if, if Dragons can put together, like if they beat the Roosters or the Seagulls and the Raiders... Mm. Like depending on who they beat, it could almost end the seasons of the teams they yeah. knock off. Could it be interesting. Could be cra- like dragons if they make the eight. What a turnaround! What uh, a turnaround. And the Raiders play the dragons again in round um, twenty-two as so well. So probably be between the Raiders and Dragons who's yeah. going to knock each other knock each other out of the thing. But I mean, I thought the Roosters were outstanding on the weekend. What do you got there, Maddie? I was just going to say, in I don't know if you remember, but the preseason prediction, the biggest debate we all had was the eighth spot, and it was Raiders or Dragons. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. You know a bit about footy. How good. <laughs> um, now, uh, on to the next game. Oh, yeah, I was, I was oh sorry. Good, yeah. oh, no, I was just going to say about McCulloch as well. He played 11 seasons, 21 games or more. Wow, at hooker. Oh, right. I just wanted Incredible. to quickly shout out Marky Nichols before we moved on. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> a few games back from injury, 46 minutes off the bench. Yep. Basically came on to an absolutely aside getting decimated. Mm. 46 minutes, 166 metres, two line breaks, the big boy. Stop it. 29 tackles, one miss. I thought he was tremendous and, yep. and changed everything through yep. the middle of the field. Yeah, I look, I, I think uh, when the Ra- – it's, it's interesting, like when the Rabbitohs are going good, and it sounds like obvious, but Nichols is kind of like that unsung – like there's, there's, you've got the Burgers at the top there. Mm. You've got Tommy's Burgers. But Nichols leading into that final series was incredible last year. And so they – they absolutely need him to be killing it because otherwise they just don't have the go forward, you know, that he brings. Uh, and he's not—he's not a big body. He's really not a big body, and, and he fucking yeah. kills it. He screams like a typical—he'll be a good forward under Wayne. Yeah. And Wayne leaves, and he's still solid. Yeah. Which is great to see. Yeah, Wayne, absolutely. Wayne loves him, and there's yeah. a reason for it. Yeah. yeah, I think he'll be good at the Dolphins. Yeah. I think he'd be a bargain buy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.